Welcome to another episode of the Classically Trained Podcast. I'm your host, John D. Harrison, and I want to welcome you to another great episode here. Today, I am fortunate to have Carrie Dieterle, who is the Chief People Officer from Insomniac Games, here to talk to me a little bit about what it's like to work at a studio like Insomniac and a bit about their approach and important things like culture within the organization. Now, Carrie has a wealth of experience. She is an executive with over 20 years experience and a broad range of responsibility for all areas within human resources and human resource management. She's part of the senior leadership team over at Insomniac and is really involved with a lot of their culture initiatives. She's been with the organization for, well, right around 12 years. Before that, she worked with Walt Disney and continued her human resources career even to prior to that. The other great thing worth mentioning is that Insomniac Games has been the recipient of the Great Place to Work Award many years in the running. So it's more than just a great place to be a part of games like Sunset Overdrive or going back all the way to uh, Spyro or (laughs) Ratchet and Clank, but it's also a really great place to be a part of, just the culture itself. So I hope you'll stick around and enjoy this entire episode I have here interviewing the Chief People Officer of Insomniac Games, Carrie Dieterle. Hey John, how's it going? It is going great. I hope all is well with you today. All is wonderful in sunny Burbank, California. Well, I want to jump into a few questions I've prepared for our time today. And to start with, I would love to talk about your current title. I believe it's uh, Chief People Officer. Is that right? That is right. Um, On my business cards, you'd also see Wendy to the Lost Boys. Uh, But (laughs) Chief People Officer, I think, is a... Is a fancy, fancy way of saying that I head up human resources uh, as a function for our studio, Insomniac Games. Well, and I'm sure that's quite a big hat to wear. Uh, how many people do you have with you in Insomniac? We have uh, just over 200 employees right now, and we have two locations, one on the West Coast and one on the East Coast. And uh, you're right, it, my job does involve wearing many hats. I, I really see it as... Um, the, the job of my job and the job of my team to really ensure that employees are having an awesome employment experience. So uh, that is that is soup to nuts and starts at the recruitment phase. And I don't think it ends until I don't even think it ends when somebody walks through the door because we'll still have people that follow up, have questions, have needs. And so it's definitely our job to be a, a resource, a, a jack of all trades and a master of none. <laughs> Well, you know, it's interesting. As you describe that, I can't help but think of the word experience, Um, you know, the experience that people go through with that interaction. What are some ways that you create a great experience for those candidates and for your new employees and for your existing employees? Great question. Uh, I think that our team in HR really believes that everyone should feel a personal touch. And Mm -hmm. I will put in the caveat that we receive Oh, anywhere from seven to ten thousand resumes a year. So it's wow. not not always uh, possible to give that that personal touch. But really, anyone that is in the recruitment process with us for an opening, we want to keep that line of communication open, and we want to keep it uh, going rather quickly. So we have mm-hmm. a goal where 
uh, anyone that's in the hiring process, there's a turnaround time of 72 hours and that we're constantly communicating with uh, individuals throughout that process. And as we get into onboarding, for example, we want to make sure that somebody feels incredibly welcomed and special. So we do a number of things just in terms of onboarding someone, but then also the follow-up. About a month after someone's here, the HR team takes any new newbies to to lunch and we talk about expectations. You know, is Insomniac everything you thought it would be? What are we doing right? What did you expect that, that you haven't seen? So it, it really creates um, an openness. HR is not just shoved in the corner and somebody that you come to to process some administrative paperwork. Hmm. I guess you say administrative paperwork, my brain goes right back to the days of uh, HR being called personnel. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, I, I think all the hairs on my arms are standing up. But Yeah, yeah let's move on. <laughs> yes, you're not that. Well, I know you've done some amazing things, you meaning your entire team and Insomniac. I I realize that you're recognized on the prestigious Fortune's 2014 Best Small and Medium Workplaces list, which, uh, by the way, it's not the first time you've been there. A- am I right? Is it 15 awards over the past nine years? We have. We've definitely won 15 awards in nine years, and I think that's it's pretty incredible. amazing. So what are some of the special ways that you are constantly staying on this list? I really think that it is the level of transparency that we have in our studio. It's unique to any organization that I've worked for. We're privately held, and yet we share as much information as we possibly can with our employees. We even have temporary QA testers that aren't our employees, but they sit down with our CEO and we talk about our projects, our future, where we're going, and, and we trust. We, we ask people to respect the information that they're, they're being given because it helps them do their jobs better. And so I think that's, that's really key. Uh, we also recognize that Insomniac is the studio that it is because of its employees, and we do everything we can to keep that dialogue open. I have something I call if meetings, which is insomniac future. And I sit down Mm -hmm. one-on-one with employees and talk to them about, you know, their, their dreams, their hopes, their desires. Um, Our, our CEO, Ted Price sends out what he calls AMAs, ask me anything. And uh, just takes a question in the order they're received and sends out an answer to the entire studio. And so keeping this dialogue open, I think, really fosters a collaborative environment. And, and, and we're on these great lists, but the lists themselves are, are really, there's a survey behind them. So we work with the Great Place to Work Institute and they anonymously survey our population. And we take that information and we benchmark ourselves against other great workplaces in all kinds of industries. But then we also look at our own studio across different departments, across demographics, And then we use this feedback to understand what we're doing right, you know, what we're hitting out of the ballpark and and really areas where we are surprised and go, oh, wow. For example, one that comes up all the time is our involvement in in philanthropic efforts. And we (laughs) we're involved in a lot of different 
charities, but whether or not our employees see that visibility says to me, oh, okay, maybe we have to do different things to promote that within in the company. And so it's that challenge. It's that, that, that continual change, that, that growth and, uh, and mindfulness of the employee experience that I think keeps us on this list year after year. Well, that's certainly no easy feat. Uh, you've got a lot going on, always doing new things. I know 2014 that's just wrapped up here was a big year for you, um, or a big year for Insomniac, I should say. Uh, it was the studio's 20th anniversary, right? It was. In February, yeah, you- actually. February of 1994, uh, uh, 2014, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's, in- that's incredible. Now, I-, I got a chance to take a peek. There was uh, an anniversary video I believe it was called Crazy Ride. <laughs> yes. Did you make a cameo in that? I did, actually, talking about <laughs> benefits, popping on some glasses and a, and a leopard coat. I thought it was a, a fantastic uh, kind of peek into where I realized that might not be a typical day at the office. Um, it still just gave such a great vibe, and you could get the the feel, the personality of the people involved. What a, what a what a great thing to be able to do and, and share with everyone within the organization. It was a lot of fun, and I think that it's a testament to how much games have changed um, over the years, and and how much that new blood uh, brings to an organization. And it is, it's. It, it was it was a lot of fun to create, and it really was an opportunity for us. We thought to connect with our fans, also. I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant, and and what it kind of brought to my mind is is what you started to allude on there. Is as time has gone by, as an organization grows over two decades, and the the industry's grown substantially with it, uh, the video even looks at some of the different perspectives from, you know, if you will, old timers versus the new blood. Um, but what was threaded throughout, I noticed a lot of culture. How do you protect culture within an organization? That That's a tough one. Um, I'm often asked about culture and I truly believe that culture is organic and you have to set it free so that it can evolve. In, in the hands of all of the employees. And to your point with that video, you can see really the transition of who we were as a studio to who we've become. And, and I think that at the end of the day, our culture remains strong because of its foundation. The owners of our studio, Ted, Alan, Brian, who all work here day in, day out, very active within the studio, have always had a focus on employees. They, they relish open communication. They have a strong desire, I think, to, to, keep, to keep as much of that familial uh, presence within Insomniac. And so that foundation hasn't changed. And it makes it easier for us to say, is that Insomniac? Are, are we being true to ourselves? Is this the environment that we want to create and we want to work in? And so, so to your question of protecting our culture, I think that suddenly you have you have everyone protecting the culture mm. because it doesn't really belong to any one person or any one group. It is just what we make of it, and it's organic. Yeah, that's that, that's incredible. That's a really great point, though. Um, now, I, I kind of know the answer to this one, so I'm going to throw <laughs> you a bit of a softball pitch. Um, when you talk about everyone being the 
the stewards or the custodians of culture, um, what is what is the most important way to make sure you get the right people on the team? We actually spent a lot of time thinking about this and talking about this, and we call it the X factor, that secret sauce. And we've spent time, I, when I say we collectively, I mean the HR team, talking with anyone that's involved in the hiring process and trying to get a better feel for what makes an insomniac an insomniac. Because you could have people that have a base level of skills and there are certain things that they can be taught, but you want somebody to have that right fit. And we ask about the ones that got away that we really thought would be fantastic and we wish we'd move faster on uh, to, to the interviews that they know instantaneously that someone is just right for the team to the, to the ones that they struggle and they struggle um, or they debated. And we've come up with really uh, just some, a, a few things that are in our back pocket that say to us, yes, that's somebody that would be an insomniac. So what would you say for those who are out there um, seeking to – well, you know what? Let's not even narrow it down. Let's say any career. Uh, Being in HR, we also often get sourced for, you know, what's the best career advice you've ever received or ever given? And and I just want to open that up to you. What would you say to those out there who are looking for jobs or looking to grow their career? What advice would you give them? Be honest with yourself. Uh, Be honest about your capabilities. I, for one, am very – fortunate to work in a field that I am incredibly passionate about and it was my choice I had I had an opportunity sort of the the crossroads um, and I think that I chose correctly so if you are passionate about a career um, whether it's in games or or any other industry I say follow your passion but don't be scattered um, if I relate it, you know, because the last 10 years I've been working in games and, and I deal with a lot of um, students and portfolios and, and people, even seasoned seasoned um, artists, designers that come to us and show us portfolios, I always say find your, find your niche and once you find it, stick with it if you're good at it. Um, if you're not good at it, be honest, self-edit, um, but really be, be open to feedback from others and find yourself a mentor. That to me is critical. So, so then here's my tough follow up to that. What are <laughs> tips you would give people to finding a mentor? <laughs> um, you know, I, I hate to say LinkedIn, but it, 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 <laughs> LinkedIn can can be a great resource. Um, if if you're new to your particular field, then a lot of times there will be. Um, different groups, like in HR, you have SHRM, which is a national group, but you also have in California, PIRA, which is the Professionals and Human Resources Association. And if you attend a few meetings and you start to network, chances are you're going to come across someone that, you know, you can reach out to, take them to lunch, ask them questions. Uh, It doesn't have to take a lot of someone's time to be your mentor. And quite frankly, I think people are often flattered. Mm. So what would you say is one thing that a mentor is not? Uh, A mentor is not the person that's going to uh, solve uh, or give you the answers. I think it's someone that you can bounce ideas off of. 
but they're not going to be the person that's going to get you get you that job necessarily. Hmm. Right, right. So l- let me let me transition a bit because I want to talk about another neat feature. And I hate using the word neat. I can't believe I just used neat. That's not cool, is it? That's so Uh, (laughs) This radical thing you've got going on at Insomniac, and I know the HR team's all behind this. It's called Moonlighting with Insomniac. And I want to be clear, there's Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis are not involved. (laughs) Or are they? No, not to buy now. Okay. Okay. So what is Moonlighting with Insomniac? Can you talk a bit about that? Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because the name Moonlighting, it came because obviously Insomniac had this big moon and we were trying to come up with something that we always play off of uh, our our own Insomniac title. Um, Moonlighting is something new. I'm I'm still going to say it's in its incubation stage. Um, Last year, the HR team was really thinking about ways in which we could connect more regularly with candidates, with insomniac fans, with those that are passively looking for jobs, those that have an aspiration to work in games. And we we wanted to unmask HR. <laughs> we didn't want to be the machine, the applicant tracking system where you just put your information in and you you hope you get a call. So it, it, it was our way of actually helping and helping the game community as a whole because different studios are going to have different approaches. Developers, publishers, different approaches. But we thought that if we could share a bit about how we make games, help candidates prepare for an awesome interview, be as candid as we can about uh, just a career search process, that over time, we could create more of a relationship with those outside of our four walls. So that's that's the idea behind moonlighting. We hope to make it more interactive and 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 not have it so much as a, a type in your question, but maybe some some online you know faces coming to you soon. Hmm. Uh, that would be a, a great addition. You know, it's totally in line. Uh, with what I've seen of the culture so far, even even coming from the outside, you've mentioned communication and trust and transparency of, of being core tenants of, of the company's culture. And even this sort of approach is a, is a testament to that. So I, I applaud you and the team for their dedication uh, to, to being part of something like this. So thank you. I think it's a, a great contribution out there for for many individuals. Thanks. I, I, we really hope it'll take off. It's like I said, it's it's incubating. So, and anyone that tunes in, we're we're happy to hear feedback too on how we can make it better. Excellent, excellent. And and so, how do people again? How do people find uh, Moonlighting with Insomniac? Well, we do a couple of announcements. It's every other Wednesday. You can always go to www.insomniacgames.com. Uh, and we do have a link to Moonlighting on our page. We also uh, have it on our company page on LinkedIn and through Twitter. We announce when all lines are open and we're accepting calls, sort of like the Butterball Turkey line at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I want to wrap things up by asking you um, how video games have impacted your real life. Obviously, in the, the career, there's that tie-in. But what is a real-life lesson that you have learned from video games? What haven't I learned from video games? Huh. Um, <laughs> I am, I'm going to have to say uh, that I don't know everything. 
that there will always be someone that is better at me, that will own me. Uh, they're going to be smarter. They're going to have an idea that I didn't think about, uh, an experience that I could learn from. I, I think I think video games for me, they teach you so much and, and they're fun, you know? And it reminds me that work doesn't need to be serious all the time. Hmm. And... Uh, and probably that uh, what they, what they've really probably taught me is that you know if you work in video games you will be the coolest aunt ever. You can just <laughs> ask my nephews. Ah, that's great. The, the hidden perks of the industry. There you go. Very good. Well, Carrie, I thank you so much for your time today. Um, for individuals who are interested in finding more about job opportunities, uh, you already mentioned Moonlighting. What are just some directions you would point people to find out more about the company, the games, and the culture? I think our website is the best place at www.insomniacgames.com. You'll find everything. You can hit slash careers. I hate to say it, but we don't have any openings right now, but that changes all the time, so uh, you can get a real good sense. We have some great blogs um, on our site, and you'll really get a feel for our culture. Fantastic. Well, Carrie, again, thank you for your time today. It's been a real pleasure talking with you. Not a problem, John. A pleasure talking with you as well. <laughs>